shot from Anesta. He's got it! Oh, what a kick! He got a kick! And thanks very much for tuning in to the, I suppose, trailer episode for the latest production on the mid-season slump, the Irish NRL show. Anyone that's kind of listened to our work before will be probably sick of my voice at this stage. But I'm delighted to introduce, for the, the first time on the mid-season slump, the Tash. How are you, mate? You all good? Not too bad, not too bad. Not too bad. Good to, good to have you on board. Um, so kind of just to briefly run you through what we're going to do tonight and then I suppose what we're going to do kind of more long term so tonight is just a teaser episode kind of just we're having a look forward to the all-star um game at the at the weekend so obviously the Mario all-stars versus the indigenous all-stars and then kicking off in March we'll be providing I suppose a synopsis or a bit of analysis on the NRL on a weekly basis and then also obviously we are Irish so heavily involved in the domestic game here and we'll hopefully cover a bit of that as well over the summer months. So to kick us down, Tash, do you want to take us through the Maori All-Stars? Yeah, the teams were released there yesterday. So all the all the starting 13 was released yesterday. So at one, fullback, we have Will Kennedy from the Sharks. On At number two, this is the one now that kills me with the pronunciation, uh, the Hammer. So, Tabadao Fido. Just call him the hammer. Just call him the hammer. Yeah, just call him the hammer, right? It's easier. Uh, on on the other wing, Alokar, so the fastest man in the NRL. On the two centers, you have Jesse Raymond and Brent Nadal from the Bulldogs. In the halves, Nico Hines and Brandon uh, Tr- Trendel from the Sharks. And then props, Andrew Fafita, Ryan James, Ruben Cotter at, at Hooker, Dave Fafita and Tyro Fanu in the seconds, and then Josh Kerr at, at Lucy. Yeah. What do you think of that as a as a as a lineup? I was just thinking there, like I was looking at the games there last year and it doesn't have the star it doesn't have that X factor that it had before, I feel. We don't have the big names that we used to have the big names. Yeah, in. obviously. Well, I suppose you've the the controversy, I suppose, surrounding Latrell in that this doesn't register as a game against his ban, but he's not allowed playing it either way. So it should be, I suppose, it counts against his match ban, or it should, or if it doesn't count against his match ban, he sh- should be allowed to play it. It's not officially recognised as he's the biggest uh, Aboriginal player they have, and he, they won't let him play. But yet he's available for the charity shield in his own club. Which is not, which exactly. is absolutely ridiculous for us. As for the neutral fan, um, and then also like maybe you throw a suggestion like Jack Whiten has featured in previous years for the Indigenous All Stars. Yeah, that's a strange one as well. Um, There's a few boys that that the clubs mustn't have got. It's a, it's strange because obviously it is the curtain raiser. There's a few trial matches maybe next weekend. Maybe a few people with niggles and stuff, but it. It's always something that kind of frustrates me, I suppose, is that the Indigenous All-Stars isn't, game isn't given the attention it needs because it's, I suppose, it's a huge tribute to Aboriginal and Maori culture. Um, like the pre-match, the Indigenous war dance versus the, the hackers, obviously. It's a colossal spectacle, I suppose. So. Yeah, you're right there. 
just three players there that I want to mention before you go and do the the Maris. So what I'm really looking forward to is to see Nico in the in the halves, like full season, like full preseason there training with the with the Sharks. Just see what he brings to it, and especially it'll make it a lot easier with his club mate is in beside him as well, like. So you'd be able to see what shape he's running and how he works that shape, like. So it'll be really interesting in that, like. Yeah. What do you think of that? Yeah, absolutely. I agree. It's it's going to be interesting how the Sharks use him this year. Like obviously, another man on your list, William Kennedy. He's yeah, kinda... like the spine as well. Like yeah, yeah. So like to see what way they link up in the backs. Like see what way like out the back maybe. Uh, another fella really looking forward to see is Dave Fida. Like the man can do anything on the pitch that he wants. He's an absolute unit. And from the Instagram uh, pictures that the the Titans are releasing, he looks like he's out to get bigger. Yeah. yeah, he's just an absolute bear of a man. Like now, what I heard there that he was he started most of his games from the bench or he came off the bench last year. Like so, he's really pushing for a starting role. Like to to really cement that he can play like the eighty. Or the sixty minutes from the start, like so, be really interested to see what intent he comes out with. Mm. Yeah, big year for David Fafita after that huge contract move to the Gold Coast. Um, arguably about Sean last year too, as well, I suppose by clubmate. Well, anytime he came on, now he just made an absolute. <laughs> there was no one tackling him. Like, there's just a highlight reel from coming off the bench now. Last year was ridiculous. Like. And then the last person I have is a bit of a, an unknown to me, but Shaq Mitchell, Latrell's brother. Is, is he included in the, the squad? Is he he is actually, yeah, he's, he's 20th man. Yeah, he's lost, I think, something 30 like... 30 kg, like 55, I think, from the start. So he was 175 kg, yeah. down to 120, like, hasn't played an NRL, see, hasn't played an NRL game, but, like, I think he's with Souths. Yeah, so pushing this year like with the with the weight loss and all that. So it'll be interesting to see if he, how many minutes he gets or what way he's used off the bench. Like, and he ripped it up in the New South Wales Cup with a uh, Latrell when he was kind of coming through as well. Like it was twenty five. He, what what's Latrell? I wonder. Off the top of my head, I don't. I'd, I'd say he's a little bit older, but that's only because yeah. he's been around for so long. But he did burst onto the scene exceptionally young. Like so. It'd be interesting just to see what minutes he gets. Hopefully, he gets a bit like with the brother not there. Like, it'd be great to see him out there. Like, yeah, oh yeah. Well, yeah. Hopefully, he gets included in the squad. I suppose, yeah. Um, so, fair. That's my three anyway. Fair. Um, I'll quickly run through the the Mary side as well. So, obviously, I'm a biased Canberra fan. So, King Rap, King Raps at fullback, and uh, Morgan Harper, and Patrick Herbert either wing, Dylan Walker, Remus Smith in the center. Channel Harris Tavita and Cody Nicarima uh, at halves. Forwards, we obviously have uh, Joey Depine playing prop. Aaron Clark, James Fisher Harris, arguably the best prop in the NRL last year. Uh, Kenny Bromwich, Brighton Nicora, and Jazz Tavanga. Um, inter- interchange bench, then obviously of Isan Masters, Royce Hunt, Tio Robati, and Kevin Proctor. So, a bit of experience in the interchange there with Kevin Proctor, obviously not starting. Isan Masters is a bit of a journeyman, but look, he can come. And then obviously, Robali and Hunt are maybe unproven in the NRL, but they they have shown kind of, I suppose, glimpses. Um, the key for me is probably how that halves battle goes. Like, obviously, both teammates, the Warriors, 
Um, I think the Murray's edges in the four pack, but I think the absolute pace of the indigenous backline is kind of an interesting dynamic to the game. I think it's fair to say that. Yeah, it's it's all how they release them. Like how do you use them? Because yeah. with the Marys, I think collectively they're they seem a bit more put together. Like, but what what the indigenous has is blistering pace, like blistering pace and talent. Um, yeah, just guns like all over the pitch. Like you, you probably shades the halves and the Marys and the four pack. Remus Smith, like he's brilliant at Melbourne. He was okay at Canterbury. Um, Dylan Walker burst onto the scene uh, at Souths and has kind of become a bit of a... He's a bit hit and miss with Manly and stuff. So it, it's an interest, it's, it's an interesting matchup, let's put it that way. Um, I have to say, Harris Defeater now is one of my favourites. He's just great to watch. On great the defensive side, like he put mm. the cheese there in one of the games just on his hole. Blindsided him completely, like and a six isn't supposed to do that, like No. <laughs> no, but he can. He can. He, he he's a big can. boy, like big, big yeah, big Baba. Um and then I suppose the reserves I mean them could come in, so apologies for butching it in advance. So Takuba, <laughs> How, Tapu. Cody Nicarima's brother Jaden, I I actually don't think he's he's signed with Melbourne isn't he yeah he's, he, but I think he's out in kind of Queensland Cup or whatever um, oh right yeah, yeah. Ramau Greg so I'm willing to be proven wrong on um, Jaden Nicorima so I suppose to follow you in players to watch the fish first and foremost he's probably the best prop at the moment in the game Um maybe it's not one for the neutral it's probably one for more the purists He's, I just think he's exceptional um, man loves contact man loves contact and wins contact like yeah. consistently so yeah um, similar to what you said uh, Harris DeVita oh, he's, he's one to, to easily watch it would I think it's maybe not one to watch but I think how Harper and Herbert track on the wings could go a long way to deciding this game if they can defend kind of adequately then potentially they can snuff them out but that pace if they're out of position it's a it's a landslide for the indigenous all-stars they don't need to win the battle up front with the pace they have in the hammer and the fox I feel like Jordan's going to have a busy day at the back there yeah, and Jordan's not a great fullback, as I will attest. He kind of <laughs> stepped in when Jazz the rogue. <laughs> yeah, God, I love his effort, but uh, defensively, he's, he's been a liability, say, when Charles um, and Cock Clock, clock, clock Star was out. Um, so, yeah, um, he could have a busy day of running under the posts and chasing the kickoff. <laughs> that could be or or getting them grubbers like just repeat sets the whole game repeat sets all day Um, yeah so look I think just to kind of anyone that's tuning in that's maybe not aware that game is on at 10 past 9 Saturday morning it's an exceptional weekend of sport it's a great way to kick off that weekend of sport with obviously support and other activities going on Um, Combank Stadium in Sydney 
I'd say it's on Sky Sports as well, but if you have it, watch NRL, or if you're into the Owl Illegal streams, I'm sure you'll find it there too as well. Shh, we keep that on the, but we keep down on the wraps. Um, so who are you going for? I'm probably going to give it to the Mary All-Stars, and that probably could win that pack battle, and then I prefer the have partnership. So I think I go with Indigenous by 16 points to 8, I think. The last two uh, All-Star games have been have been low-scoring games, I think, Obviously, that yeah, I can remember. Yeah, so I think it's going to be tight until 60 minutes and they might get a, a try to pull away. But I'm going with the Indigenous. And I'll say Adokar to score the winner. Okay. Fair. I'll give you that. Um... If I had to put a score on it, I would think because a few of these games have been kind of dead rubbers and someone's kind of bursted open with 20 minutes to go. Be interesting. I don't know off the top of my head. Do you know are they doing quarters again this year or are they going to just play? I think it's I think it's full. Yeah, I think it's it's halves now. It's gone back to two halves, halves. I think. Halves, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go a, more of a stifler affair. I'm gonna go 10-6. Oh, Mary All Stars, an absolute bruiser. <laughs> yeah, just straight up the guts. Absolute bruiser. You can tell what position back I, fences. You can tell what position I play. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not to go past like the wings. Keep it in the middle. Yeah, well look look in addition obviously I suppose just to, to touch on it, it's not just the men that are playing, the women are also out. It's a kind of a brilliant celebration of both cultures, both Aboriginal and Indigenous uh, play Aboriginal Mary. Um and look there'll be plenty of highlights on social media over the weekend so make sure you check it out and if you're not even a sports fan the war dances to begin the game are spine tingling like easily put um, I hear that there's a, there's a push for the Australian national team to have the war dance before their games now so that could be interesting to see what way that goes so yeah. Wonder, wonder when like happen. the all blacks like with the what? with the hacker like so when do we push for Irish River Dance before a game we have our own little uh, Michael Flatley we know who he is like so he could give us a few tips fair that's 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 very fair um, so I suppose the next part of tonight's show I think do you want to introduce it just kind of yeah well I think going forward like we're going to pick a few categories like to look at like player player watches and stuff like that and this week I've gone to like second year syndrome so rookies that that broke out last year and I picked four players just to to, to look at uh, coming up to this season like they're going to be from what the from what happened last year a few games four five six seven eight games like but I think they're all going to be starters or there thereabouts like so you'll see them numbers go up but it's just to see if they have it like you know that way mm, yeah fair so, so what what names so, you picked out I'm supposed to be debating so I picked Reese Walsh Jaden Campbell uh, Sevu Kobo Kobo sorry for the for the bad pronunciation and Xavier Savage so they're all back like they're, they're wingers and, and fullbacks but they all had breakout years last year coming from rookies like so I'll just go through a few stats here for you so you can listen up. So Reese Walsh, he, he's 19 years old, 88 kg, 177 centimetres. Last year he played 16 games, 5 wins, 11 losses. Uh, 
scored nine tries and was brought into the, the Maroon setup at the end of the year. So he's sort of like a playmaker at the back with exceptional pace like and vision to um, to put the wingers away like. Uh, so I don't know if you, you you've looked at him much last year. Yeah, look, he he, he has that X factor too. Um, and he's a good looking fucker as well, huh? Yeah, look on top of all that. Um, and it, it supposes it spoke volumes last year that. Roger Tuivasa-Shek was prepared to, to go on the wing for this bloke. I know it was his final year in league, um, but he was still willing to move out to the wing to let this fella play fullback. To give him a chance, yeah. It's big volumes. He knew what he had before he left like as well, so he yeah. took over the team. like. Yeah. Uh, Rumour has it, though, that if New Zealand relocate back to New Zealand, I think he's looking for a move back to Queensland. So you can, might see the Dolphins or the Cowboys. I can't see him go back to the Broncos. The way that they left, as soon as he got a chance to get out of there, he he bounced like. Yeah. But uh, I think Dolphins and Cowboys arguably they're in a much better position though. That's the yeah, true that like yeah, it's it, I think Kevy's putting on some so, his own way up there like so, but I just can't see him. I'd say Dolphins or Cowboys maybe might be a landing strip for him. Uh, next person on the list, Jaden Campbell, son of Preston Campbell, who was an absolute baller. Uh, Twenty-two years old. 80 kg, 183 centimeters. Played seven games, won one, lost six, scored five tries. Uh, was brought into the team to cover AJ Brimson and uh, kept his uh, kept his uh, starting berth when uh, AJ came back. Uh, he's like a he looks skinny, but he's a oh, solid he skinny. in defense. <laughs> yeah, oh, like he he's a whippet like of you. But I remember a hit of uh, was it Nico Hines when they played Melbourne like. And he absolutely folded. I'd say Nico remembers it as well, like, but he folded him, like. So that was like a real intent moment, like, when that moments to stick out that he's able for this uh, grade, like. I think AJ is moving into the halves, so uh, you definitely see Jaden, like, starting on that fullback. And just with his pace and footwork, like, coming into the line and his ability to extend the play with a grubber, like, you often see him attack the line and then kick it on, like. So he always has that little bit about him that you just have to sit back and go, oh, where's this fella going? Like, so it makes defense defenses think like. Yeah, he's an he's an absolute backyard footballer. Um, it's all instinct. The issue or like the fear I'd have from is that that's coached out of him. Um, do you know what I mean? Depending on the structure, the Titans are going to look to play. Yeah, if he it doesn't needs work that, every yeah. time, like they're gonna they're gonna try and, and force his hand, like yeah. to to buy into the structure, like and and arguably what stood to Preston, I don't think Preston would have had the impact if he came through now, with how structured the game has got. But when Preston burst onto the seams, it was it was the same time as as what's the name Marshall and all them boys that the space was there, like put him yeah. on last forty minutes, like run at, at at props that are tired, like. Yeah, in the middle, like and just step, 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 like. But we'll see how he goes, Luke. Yeah, exciting prospect on the same though. Oh, big thing, right? Uh, Sevu Cobo, so Broncos, nineteen years old, ninety-nine kg, one hundred and ninety centimeters. Played seven games last year, won two, lost five, scored two tries. Uh, played center and fullback. He's a big rangy player, like so. The comparisons to Latrell and Inglis are going to come to him, like. He clocked the second fastest speed in the NRL last year behind Adokar at 
36.1 kilometers an hour, which is impressive. And Boy. likely to play fullback for the Broncos. It'd be nice to see him linking up with Reynolds. I like, can see how how he can get on with that. Like, and that's that's the thing. Like, if if Reynolds is a success, and by extension, the Broncos are an ex- are a success this year, then Cabo could have a big year. But if it's more of say what we saw over the first three quarters of last season, mm. he can get lost very easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at the back end of the year, like they were coming on, like which he probably played his best football. Like he played, I think he played nearly every round at the end. I think he played six games in a row. Like mm. so, he wasn't too bad. But like at the beginning of the year, like it was, it was a sham. Yeah, uh, it'd be interesting to see um, Jordan. Uh, oh, Stags come back as well. Like to see yeah, what side he makes up. Like. He can make holes for that young fella inside him, like, and that would be scary. Like, is Tony? He's gone from. He's injured, I think, or he got pulled from the All Stars. Okay, so, but which he, I thought it would have been his first, uh, first game back. Like, but he's obviously not a million miles away from full fitness. If he was included no, in the initial it, squad, I think it's all good. Yeah, he was included in the in the squad at the first, and then I think he got pulled. So he might have just put, he might have just twinged something or something like that. Um. And then the last one is uh, Xavier Savage for the Raiders. Uh, 19 years old, 90 kg, 184 centimeters, played three games, two wins, one loss, and scored one try. His debut came as a bit of a, a mistake with the new uh, well. with the new interchange rules. Yeah. So he was put on for uh, HIA, and, and Ricky Stewart thought that Jack Bird got simbined, but he didn't. So he thought it was a free exchange, like so he was put on there. So it, the first game, I don't think really counted. They got fine uh, five grand, <laughs> and it wasn't a great start, but uh, he enjoyed it. And uh, the next game, I think he played the Sea uh, Sea Eagles. Didn't really stand out, but the last game he played Sharks. was against the Sharks, I think. Yeah. And he scored one try, set up another try, made nine tackle breaks in the game, which is ridiculous. And he just proved that he's well able to do it. An AC a shoulder injury stopped the season, but with uh, Nico, as you said, is coming back this year. Supposedly, he might be going into the centres, which will open a berth for for Savage at the back. Yeah. So we'll have to see on that. Like. Yeah, it's. Uh, I I think though, from what I read, he's he's not back till later in the season. So it like he could. He impressed me against the Sharks anyway, and put that much. Um, I watched it live, and well, nine nine bits for anyone is ridiculous. Like, yeah, but the the it's the change of direction. He yeah, like, well, he doesn't decrease speed. His his real thing is athletics, isn't it? He came from a left background, yeah. like he he won the 100, 200 and long jump in the junior Australian championships, and ran a, a ten point nine in a hundred meters, like which is ridiculous, like. Yeah, no, he's he's a he's an athlete first and foremost. Maybe a footballer second, but we don't need him to be a footballer. Um, we just need him to run the ball, and it's just that yeah, change yeah. direction he has, which is rare enough for someone who comes from a like background to just have. Um, it's usually a multi-sport athletes, as in multi-field sport athletes, that have that natural change direction. But he he can go. He seems to have it. Yeah, the footwork is very impressive. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, so and anyone that can rock 
your calf moves <laughs> with your small socks is I'm a fan it's a look it's a look, it's a look and, like, and the mullet as well and the uh, mullet yeah like yeah. it's a combo some people say majestic like but you don't I'll leave it up to you yeah yeah well hopefully it goes well this year because I could do with a bit of a bounce back season from the Raiders um, for my uh, mental well being you're in for a hard year I feel <laughs> yeah I forget that anyway um, fair yeah no that that's a I suppose a good intro into kind of I suppose what we're about we'll be we'll be back um, first week in March with a season preview in advance of round one and then it'll just be weekly reviews and previews as well as a look to the domestic game and that kicks off usually around May um, yeah. so uh, yeah I suppose that's all for me that's all for me thanks for listening and make sure to follow the podcast wherever you find your podcasts it'll be available everywhere and give us a follow mid-season slump on Instagram good night and good luck Points all. Played to Kiri. Veers down the left. Short pass. Mitchell. Beautiful pass to Tupo. Into the backfield. Gibson to the.